0: Time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Reengineering Your Finances. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Charles Weldy, founder at CP Weldy Group, serving you throughout the Delaware and Chester County areas with an office in Chadsford, PA, on Route 52. You can find Charles online by going to cpweldygroup.com if you have any questions as we work through our show today. And Charles, it's great to talk to you once again. I uh, understand as we record today's show that you got to visit the grandkids for the first time in a while. That, That must have been exciting.
1: No, it was real exciting, Walter. They're uh, both identical twins, two years old, and it's been three months since my wife and I saw them, so it was a real treat over the weekend.
0: What was their reaction like when you got to see them?
1: You know what? I think they forgot who I was. Oh, no!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for the, oh, they were bouncing off the walls. They just said, we we miss you so much. Oh, no, forgot who you were.
1: (laughs) It's amazing. They're identical, and the only way I can tell who's who is looking at their earrings. One has light-color earrings, the other has dark-color earrings. But uh, no, it was a great time. And, uh, you know, they're halfway between my office here and my home. So hopefully, you know, within the next couple of weeks, as this, you know, this pandemic, uh, you know, maybe ceases to, you know, scare everyone, we'll spend more time together for sure.
0: Fantastic. Well, I'm glad to hear that you were able to get in, say hello, and reintroduce yourself to them and reestablish the relationship. That's great. I know a lot of people have been in a similar boat and uh, are looking forward to seeing loved ones again. We finally had to get together with my folks. And it was good to see them. We'd gone about two months without seeing each other and so it was nice to say hello and they came over for a social distancing lunch and you know, it was a good a good toe back in the water kind of thing. But I will admit mom would not leave without a hug. So I did have to give mom a hug. But we we, we allowed for that and figured they'd been pretty safe. We'd been pretty safe. It was it was probably okay to to do it real quick. She said, I won't breathe. I won't breathe. <laughs> I, Good for you. Good I for said you. I can't deny mama hugs, so all right, let's do it. So, in any event, we've got a fun show on the way today. We're going to be talking about a a common financial planning topic, but one that I feel like Charles we can never cover enough because it's a very important conversation. It's also the kind of conversation that I think almost everybody is going to face or have a conversation about when it comes to their financial life both early on in their working years and deciding how to save, and also when they get to retirement, this is still a topic of conversation, and that's the traditional versus Roth IRA debate. And it seems like you know people kind of know what these are, Charles, but a lot of the time they don't have a real clear picture of whether they should contribute to one or the other and how to best shape things for retirement. So I want to discuss and see what's best for folks on today's show, Charles. First, can you explain and give us kind of a starting point of the difference between between those two types of accounts?
1: Sure, Walter. Like, Let's start with the traditional IRA. So a traditional IRA is funded with pre-tax money, which means that whatever I contribute to that IRA or 401k, basically I get a tax deduction today. But the downside is that it's fully taxable in the future when I take money out. So let's take uh, an example. We put 20 grand in over the years. It grows to 100,000. Well, years down the road, when I take my $100,000 out, I'm taxed on the whole $100,000. So that's a traditional IRA. You get a deduction today and fully taxable in the future. Now, let's shift to a Roth IRA. A Roth IRA is really you know just the opposite. You're funding it with after-tax dollars. So when you put that money in, you're not getting a tax deduction currently. But the good thing is when you take contributions out in the future, they're all tax-free. So the 20000 that you put in over time grows to $100,000. You never pay tax on the $80,000 gain. A very powerful benefit.
0: So if you ever hear somebody talking about taxing the seed or taxing the harvest, they're talking about that traditional versus Roth debate. So why do you think that so many people have contributed, if you look at the data, a lot more people have contributed to traditional IRAs than the Roths over the course of their lives? So why do you think that's the case?
1: Well, I think there's really two reasons. Number one, we're creatures of habit. And, you know, if we look at the history of the traditional IRA, it was founded in 1974, 46 years ago. And the Roth IRA is only 21 years old. So, you know, obviously, you know, people that have been saving over the years, the traditional IRA is, you know, twice as old as the Roth IRA. People habitually have been putting money in their traditional IRA. But the second reason why people put money in their traditional IRA as opposed to a Roth is that they believed years ago, and I'm not so sure they believe it today, but years ago we were always taught, let's get the tax deduction today because when we retire, we'll be in a lower tax bracket. But, you know, if people read books like The Power Zero and the No Compromise Retirement Plan, they might, you know, open to the fact that, hey, you know, perhaps taxes in the future are going to be much higher than they are today only because somehow we got to collect revenue to pay down our debt so uh, i think that's really the reason why the traditional has been you know more emphasized than the roth is because it's you know been around a lot longer and people have been under the belief that when they retire they'll be in a lower tax bracket than they are while they're working
0: always comes back to taxes doesn't it absolutely (laughs) so why can the roth be so powerful and do you think it probably deserves a little bit more attention from folks
1: well, the key is is really the earnings are tax-free. And you had mentioned earlier in the conversation the seed versus the harvest. So there's a story. Let's pretend you were a farmer and you went to the general store to buy some seed to plant a crop. And right before you're ready to check out, the uh, clerk behind the counter said, Hey, you know, uh, Mr. Walter, do you want to pay tax on the seed today or do you want to wait and pay tax on the harvest tomorrow? I mean, what would you answer?
0: I'd go ahead and just pay it now. At least I know what I'm dealing with on the front end.
1: Exactly. And what a lot of people don't realize is when they retire, pretty much generally speaking, just about everyone is going to be in the 25% marginal tax bracket, which means that if you need to take money out of your traditional IRA or 401k, you're going to have to pay 25% on what you take out. So I always use the analogy, when does $133 equal $100? Well, here's the answer. If you need to take $100, spend $100 out of your IRA, you need to take $133 out of a traditional IRA, pay the 25% tax to the federal government, which is amounts to $33, now you have $100 to spend. If that money was in a Roth IRA, you can just take $100 out of the Roth IRA, no taxes due because you paid tax on the seed and now the harvest is all yours. So, just to kind of summarize i mean you have a silent partner in uncle sam when you have a traditional ira because all that money is not yet yours you have a 25 percent partnership with the irs and who knows what that you know allocation is going to be in future years as tax rates may rise and if you have a roth ira guess what you got rid of your partner and all that money is yours and there's been studies done walter that say that You know, if you have a traditional IRA versus a Roth IRA, over time, that Roth IRA could give you three to five more years of income solely because you're not paying taxes on that distribution.
0: Interesting to analyze these two. Maybe it would be helpful, Charles. It's a good uh, kind of hypothetical or analogy with the farmer, but maybe some real world examples would help drive this point home. Can you maybe give us a story about somebody who it makes more sense for them to contribute to the Roth versus the traditional, but then also maybe a story that does the opposite and goes the other direction says, okay, traditional actually makes more sense for that person versus the Roth
1: right okay so i here's the way i look at it and uh, i got a lot of this information from the book the power zero and basically Most young people should really invest in a Roth IRA. Why? Because they're working. And I'd rather see young people have 20, 30 years of tax-free savings vehicle as opposed to a tax-deferred savings vehicle. Because what we mentioned earlier was, hey, they'll probably be in a 25% or more marginal tax bracket when they retire why not pay the tax on the seed today and enjoy the tax-free harvest tomorrow so i would say most young people given the option should really opt for the roth ira as opposed to the traditional ira okay other people regardless of their age if they have over three hundred thousand dollars in their iras or 401ks i believe they should start shifting their contributions to roth iras why three hundred thousand dollars well the reason why I came upon that figure 300,000 was that most people either age 70 or 72 it really depends on you know when they were born but the new rule says hey if you're not 70 and a half before the end of 2019 you don't have to take your requirement and distributions till age 72. So, regardless of whether you're 70 and a half or 72, at some point in time, you're going to be required to take money out of your IRA, whether you want to or not, your traditional IRA I'm speaking about. And generally speaking, Walter, that factor is 4%. So, if I have a $300,000 traditional IRA and I'm forced to take out roughly 4%, that's $12,000. Well, if you look at the tax code, if you're a single individual, basically your standard deduction round numbers is $12,000. So in that example, over many years, I put X amount of dollars in my traditional IRA, took a deduction, saved taxes on the contribution, but now when I'm required to take the money out because I have an ideal balance in that account, my standard deduction is going to wipe out the taxation on that traditional IRA. And that's why I say 300000 for most people is a good ballpark anchor to have in that traditional IRA. Anything above that, I would opt to maybe putting it into a Roth IRA, where even if they have a half a million dollars or a million dollars in traditional IRAs, opt to start doing some Roth conversions so that that money can be eventually taken out at reduced uh, tax rates or zero tax rates in the future. Does that make any sense?
0: It does make sense. Yeah. So it really, it does just like everything else in the financial world. There's no one exact answer that you can give blanket across the board. It's always going to come down to somebody's personal situation that you have to kind of analyze and go through in your planning process.
1: Yeah, so I would just say this, like pretty much everyone should strive to get $300,000 in a traditional IRA or 401k, anything above that. You know, And the assumption is that taxes will be higher in the future than they are today, and most people will find themselves in a higher tax bracket in retirement than they are today, then they should start emphasizing putting the money into a Roth IRA or even a Roth 401k at work, which, you know, they're becoming more and more prevalent today because many employees are waking up to the realization that, hey, all that money in their 401k isn't theirs. And if it's the balance is getting higher and higher and higher with earnings and future contributions, there's got to be an opportunity maybe to put that money into a Roth 401k or Roth IRA so that they won't be hit with an unbelievable tax burden in the future.
0: Well, if any of this is resonating with you and you're not quite sure if you need to get a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, how you need to be allocated when you're saving into those accounts or what to do. When you get to retirement and how to handle those different moving pieces, it's a great idea to reach out to reengineering Your Finances. And Charles Weldy, founder of CP Weldy Group, if you have additional questions about this, 610-388-7705 is the number to call to reach Charles. That's 610-388-7705. And you can also find Charles online by going to cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com. And we'll put a link to get in touch with Charles in the description of today's show. So just check the show notes area of your app that you're using to listen to today's show and you can get in touch very easily with Charles there. It's cpweldygroup.com. And that's the best way to get in touch to get your own financial plan and go down that path of a more secure financial future and get all your big questions about finances and retirement answered. Well, Charles, thanks for the help on this week's show. Hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Walter. All right, that's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storehole. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time, right back here on Reengineering
1: Your Finances.